Hi, this is Helen and Terry Norbo from Sweden. Welcome to our podcast, Reformation Scandinavia. We pray that this message will inspire you to a deeper intimacy with Jesus. Remember, you can reform and change your life for the eternity today. Enjoy this message. On this episode, we're going to talk about how to deal with bitterness and disappointments. We've all been in situations, we've all been living our lives, and we've all been hurt at one time or another. Maybe it's your pastor or church leaders, your church. Maybe it's your parents, husband, wife. We've all been hurt at one time or another. And we are also all guilty of having hurt others. Maybe it wasn't a meeting to do that, but we have all said things that were not right and could hurt people. And these things we need to deal with. If we are not uh, dealing with a hurt in our souls, it can become a root of bitterness and disappointments in our hearts that we need to just pull up that root and be healed in our soul. I remember one time in the high school in math, since I love math so much, I was supposed to explain uh, how to solve a certain uh, mathematic problem in, uh, in public in front of everybody else. But uh, it, I felt it hard at the moment to explain it in the correct way. And all of a sudden the teacher said, are we supposed to understand this? And, you know, it hurted me. Those words hit me so badly in my heart. And I actually had to deal with those words many times uh, later. But uh, uh, I also had to come to the point that I had to forgive this teacher uh, so that I didn't have to carry, you know, this burden because you have to see it with my glasses. I loved math and I wanted to succeed in math at all my tests. But as, I, as soon as I forgave, you know, it gave me strength to carry on. And if you want to become a leader, if you want to lead something, maybe it's your prayer group, it's your, it's your worship team. If you want to be a leader, even in your family, if you want to be a leader in your family, you need to deal with your hurt. You cannot carry the bitterness. A prophet who wants to prophesy and have bitter heart cannot give a clear message. We can read in Exodus 15 and 23, you know, the Israelites, they were walking in the desert for 40 years, but they were at one time, they were so thirsty and they were looking, they were begging Moses, where is the water? You need to give us water. As the Israelites traveled in the wilderness, they came to a spring of water, but when they tried to drink it, they found that the water was bitter. It also says in Galatians 5, 9, a little yeast works through the whole batch of dough. So we see that if we carry bitterness, disappointments, if we, we carry hurt, it will spread to others. If we want to lead, we cannot lead out of a heart of bitterness because it will spread out to others. Teddy, can't you tell when we were missionaries and we came back home, what happened then? Well, first of all, we traveled out as missionaries in autumn 1995. When you say it, it sounds like centuries ago. Uh, we traveled out to uh, Bratislava, the capital city of Slovakia, and we started there for three months, and then we moved after Christmas 
for full time out to Breno, which is the second largest city in Czech Republic in the Eastern Europe. We loved the time and it was splendid in all ways because we lived in the center of Europe. Uh, when we moved home uh, to Sweden, as a ship entering the harbor, people uh, would stand there and welcoming passengers of the ship. And I had this picture in my head that when we entered Sweden after finishing our race, people would stand there welcoming us back to Sweden. I got very disappointed because there were no one. It was only my father-in-law and my mother-in-law and, um, and my wife's sister. Nobody showed up as we arrived again to Sweden just to say thank you for your three-year service. Nothing at all. No flowers, no card, no phone call, no nothing. I thought in my mind, have I really done three years outside Sweden living, you know, for Jesus and being this powerful missionary and then I come home and there are nobody to, to greet me. It was a hard time to come home because we came home to literally nothing. We had no work, no place to stay. We had to move in with a small infant baby, one year old, to my parents' house. And they lived very, very small. And we had to live there for three months because we didn't know where to go. We had no money, no work. We had nothing. So we came home It nothing. was like It was like in uh, playing in Monopoly, moving back to start, start all over again. I had to start looking for a job, knocking doors, uh, try to find our work. As you said, we lived inside your parents' home uh, on the upper floor with our newborn baby and so forth. We had a need for finding our own home uh, and starting all over. So it was, you know, when you live close to others, it was a challenge. Yeah. If we move forward, we moved to Norway and we entered this season where bitterness had entered our hearts. We were disappointed in God. We were disappointed in people. And we had this root of bitterness as we moved into Norway. This affected us. Our marriage, it affected everything that we did. Because Tarja said, people in the world are nicer than the people in the church. And he didn't want to have anything to do with the church. He wanted to make success make business and he was good in business but he started to study we renovated a house we did everything and this affected our our marriage very badly because we were we were slipping apart because of all this work and all this we didn't have God in focus I also I remember because I wanted to you know almost live like people in the world start flirting with alcohol and uh, drinking some wine now and then we were very close to starting a road in a total different direction but God had another plan and God sent a prophet in our way and started to prophesy destiny and calling a upon our lives again and she said you are clothed in in military clothes you are clothed to be a, an officer you are called to be a leader and we were like what god did you not forget us and we had to deal with the things we we were shocked by the words that she said but that made a turnaround but let us also take that story because that's even if we have touched that story before it's a very important story 
The name of the prophet is Peggy Cole, coming from United States. She spoke in your father's church in a, one of the cities in Sweden. Please go on, tell it, because you know the story more thoroughly than I do. Yeah, so my father had a conference, and we came from Norway to Sweden with our two daughters that we had at that time. And my mother, my wise mother, she said, I will take the children, I will babysit them, and you will go to the meeting. This was a beautiful day. And my heart also were crying out for some uh, holiday because we have been working so hard with our rebuilding the house and so forth in Norway. And then finally we uh, come to Sweden to get some time off. And then all of a sudden, instead of going on uh, some relaxing time, I almost felt like forced to go on another Christian meeting that I was quite tired of. So you didn't have the passion and the hunger for more of God. You came there and you wanted to go to the beach. But my mother, my wife's mother said, I will take the children and you need to go to this meeting. And we said, okay. So we sat in this meeting. It was an afternoon. It was a beautiful sunny day. We were close to the beach. And Teddy said, can't we just slip out of this meeting and just go to the beach instead? And I said, no, because my father is up there and he's translating this prophet. He will see everything thing that we do and we have to stay here we are so happy that we did because after the meeting my father introduced us to this prophet and that's when the word of God came to us that changed our life literally just changed it and shifted our lives and woke up calling a destiny that God has already put in our hearts because the Lord knows how to release a rhema a word from heaven in the right time in the right situation we were so transparent and then I mean that God saw right through us. The Lord knows us better than ourselves. So he knew us, how we felt about Christianity, how we felt actually about him. And at that moment, I just wondered, please, God, give me some holiday. I need peace. I need uh, to relax. And then God sent this wonderful lady, Peggy Cole from United States, right in our way to speak directly into our hearts. But after this situation, we realized that we had the root of bitterness inside of our souls. And we needed to repent from having been allowing ourselves to letting the root of bitterness grow deep inside of us. We had to forgive those who had hurt us and even forgive ourselves for opening the door to disappointment and bitterness. After that, we started a healing process. We started to become a whole and healed in our hearts so that God could could use us again for ministry. I remember so well because I love, you know, structure. I love making lists, which Bible verses we needed to practice and memorize, which books we need to re read within a certain time and so forth. Uh, we made a plan to go all in for God once more. Mm. There are pastors, leaders, prayer leaders, worship leaders in the churches all around the globe today that are dealing with bitterness. They're leading people out of bitterness and they're leading people out of a position of their own wounds. Maybe they're not even realizing how much they are affecting the people around them, but they are serving bitter waters to those who are around them. And today we need leaders who have been healing their emotions. Leaders have dealt with disappointment and bitterness. That is why it's so important to have repentance back in church and let the Holy Spirit to heal our hearts so that we can serve others out of a pure heart and giving them the pure water instead of bitterness. 
There is a way to deal with disappointment and a bitter heart and to let God restore and heal us from the wounds and disappointments and disappointing experiences in life. Let us talk about that in more detail because there are way of going through and coming through such an position and such an environment. And we called and named this title of this podcast, How to Deal with Bitterness and Disappointments. And first of all, if we should say point number one is to be honest with yourself and maybe take a pen and a paper and write down, I have bitterness in my life. I have it against her, against him, against that colleague, against that family, against that church and so forth. Get it down on paper so get an overview of what are you really dealing with. It's always better to capture things on a paper so you get the overview. So when you have the overview then you can start as God of forgiveness over this map that you have just made. Start with yourself. Ask God to forgive you because you have lived in a time of bitterness and disappointments. Then do what is maybe quite hard and that is go to these people, maybe to church leaders and be honest. Say what you felt what they hurt you with. Use their words. Tell them that you maybe have misinterpreted, but say what you felt as they said what they did. And when you have done these two first steps, you will feel that a release of baggage is taking off from you. It's like a, a carrying on a rucksack. And then all of a sudden, you have asked God of forgiveness, you have asked even others forgiveness. You will feel that the Holy Spirit is doing what you could not do. He is lifting off your weight that you have been carrying for years. And you will find that the second step, asking others forgiveness, that is maybe the hardest step. But that is also at the same time the step that will give you true freedom. Maybe the most difficult thing we can do in life is to forgive ourselves for allowing us to be hurt, forgiving ourselves for speaking negatively about ourselves, forgiving ourselves for condemning ourselves, forgiving ourselves for looking down on ourselves. It's super important. And if you want to have reformation in your life, in your family, in your city, in your nation, you need to have been dealing with the hurt and the wounds in your life. You need to have dealt with this. Disappointment and bitterness in your life so that you can serve um, pure water instead of bitter water to the people around you. Because as a leader, if you're still carrying bitterness and disappointments, you will progress to a certain level. But then you will find yourself in a, in a crossing point where you will not increase further because the bitterness, they are having like strings onto your back. They are keeping your back. Uh, so the only thing to release you to progress into the future is to deal with these situations and let them go. Also, a third step is that um, uh, you need to decide to let them go. When you've gone through uh, step one and step two, decide as number three to let the past be past. Focus instead on the future. Father, we pray for every listener. We pray that you will bless them. We pray that you will encourage them to take these three steps in a practical way 
and start dealing with them. And I thank you, Father, for everyone that takes these steps seriously, that you will come upon them with a release from heaven. Amen. Thank you for listening to Reformation Scandinavia. If you have been blessed, please share this message. Make sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen. We would love to stay connected with you. To receive our newsletter and to give to our ministry, go to reformationscandinavia.se. Maybe you have a relationship to Scandinavia. Send us an email and tell us more about it. Be blessed and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah.